Saturdays on the coast on SEN. And right now, let's go to the man who steered the Kalani Vale Bombers to their first minor premiership since the 1990s. Absolutely incredible performance by Corey Shackleton. Shaq, good morning, mate. Welcome back to the show. Yeah, thanks, mate. How you going? Yeah, well, and uh, congratulations. So, I mean, you locked in the minor premiership a few weeks before the end of the season. And like I just said a moment ago, I think we've got to go all the way back to 1998, the last time the Bombers won it. Yeah, it has. It's been, it's been a while from a, from a men's perspective that we've probably had such a consistent season and got ourselves in, in the position we have. So it's... um. You know, while the job's not done, it's it, it is nice to know that you know we've had a really good, consistent season. And you know, yeah, it's it's from a club's perspective, it's been like you said, quite a while to to cast the memory back. Fairly good omen too, because 1998 was a premiership-winning year. It was, and, and ironically enough, that year they won the minor premiership. They had one loss through the season, as we did this year, and they lost once to Terrigal, and then they went through to a grand final and beat Terrigal in a grand final. So. Um, if that trend continues this year, I'd obviously be pretty wrapped as a coach. But, um, yeah, I don't know how much we can rub into omens, but I'll take it if it's on our side. Yeah, Shaq, if only I'd arrived on the Central Coast one year earlier because I played in the 99 Grand Final and we lost to Terrigal. So you're on a collision course with the Mighty Panthers. Uh, you've got this weekend off, which I guess is reflecting what the AFL are up to. Is, is that the reason why? Part of it. Um, I mean, it does work nicely with that. There's also the way the competition structured is the uh, the plate competition, which is like our, our second division competition. That that has a five team final series, and that they need that extra week just so the grand finals align. So we it happens that the the premier division competition just gets that week off, uh, which is great. We you know kind of reset some injuries and get everyone in tip top shape, and then we kick off into into it next week. Well, what have been some of the highlights for you across the home and away season? Um. At an individual level, like we've had some really good performances. Obviously, getting Big Rooster to come back home, Tim Oosterhoff, he kicked 96 goals in the home and away, which was a fantastic effort. And, yeah, he's always good to watch. I think uh, our midfield has is, is just been really good. Like guys like Rick White and Josh Misford are both, um, yeah, fantastic homegrown football talent. And then we've got, you know, um, Damien Hector and then and Cal Bond starting to step into that role and guys like Aaron Duncan. So we've got a really strong midfield, which has been been really nice to watch like they just play a really great brand of football and compliment us well and I think otherwise just all the juniors over the last three or four years that have just come up and now they're playing consistent football like they've always had that talent and have that ability but they've all played you know 50 100 games now for the club and and they kind of become used to the way we want to play and they're performing their role and as a coach you know it sounds kind of vanilla but it's uh it's just pleasing to see I tell you probably the highlight for me is what I saw on Facebook last weekend You've had a player at your footy club who's respected by everyone in the game who's just chalked up 400. I mean, he's the Michael Tuck of the local footy league, or there's a guy, Billy Dennis, who's played about 500, but 400 games for the one club is amazing. Yeah, um, and Brendan Lewis, you know, he's been outstanding for us. Like, ever since he started playing first grade, I remember when he first came in, uh, he's just one of those blokes I guess he's an outstanding human being and he's a he's a phenomenal leader you know he's still part of our leadership group he captained us for you know six or seven se- uh, seasons uh, as a first grade captain and he um he's just always been just well you know just 
as, as a leader, exceptional. As a footballer, just always well-prepared, does everything right. And to have him for 400 games at the club is a blessing from the club's perspective. And, um, yeah, to achieve that is, at, you know, in, in country footy is, is phenomenal. And it's, it's great to see a person that has so much service to the club. You know, it's, it's really great. And he's also made the team of the year numerous times in the Hunter Central Coast comp. Oh, correct, yeah. He's, he made the team of the year a number of times, representative footy. I think he played a reserve grade game for the Giants as well. Like he's a he's a very good footballer. It's not it's not by chance that he's played that many games. He's he's durable, he's always fit and he's uh, he's an outstanding footballer. So um yeah, his resume's uh, yeah, one to one to behold. Is he your best and fairest at your footy club as well? I think probably unfortunately for, for Louis, I don't think he's one of the best and fairest, but he's um he's one of those guys that I reckon he's probably been in the top three a number of times. Like when you talk about consistency with that without winning a best and fairest, he he'd be the guy you'd look at uh, without a doubt. He's uh he's never had a bad season that I can recall. You're on a collision course, as I said, with Terrigal. Have you kept an eye on them because they're in red hot form on paper, uh undefeated what, in about nine or ten games? Yeah, I think it'd be near that. It'd be eight or nine that they've, they've they've gone through. So, absolutely kept an eye on them. Like you know, we've spoken a number of times, and Terrigal's always been the, the benchmark in my mind for the last you know ten years. But you know, this year, you know, we, we knew they were going to build. You know, we got them early in a couple of games in the season, and then they got us the last time we played. And you can just sense they're building well. They've, they've timed their run really good. You know, Chris Bishop's you know the master when it comes to preparing his side for finals. So they're they're cherry ripe at the right end of the season, and you know we've got to just be ready because they're, they're they're experienced. They've got really good depth, and um, like I said, they're um, they're in red hot form. Yeah, you've probably got to be wary of their entire twenty-two. But who are maybe the half dozen prime movers for them? Oh, Harrison Pitt, who plays full forward for him. He's kicked seventy goals this season. He's He's an elite talent. He's kind of come into his own this year. He's a really good set of hands, and he's just well balanced. And he just has that goal goal sense. He just knows where the big sticks are. He's he's excellent up forward. They've got um, they've got Mitchell Price, who won a league medal a couple of years ago. Plays in the ruck, but also has been going forward a bit lately. He's a he's a big lad, and again, you know, a great great footballer. And then there's the, the I guess the terrible you know old stays that have been there for a while. And obviously, Chris Bishop himself still plays in the middle and. He's just such a smart, intelligent footballer and, you know, the boys get around him. And then you've got Jace Van Dam and, and Corbin Bond at the back that just give him so much structure and, uh, I guess, accountability and voice and energy. So they're probably the key ones. But like you said, guys like um, Young Grimmond in the middle, Kurt Fleming, you could you could put a list together of 22 players, but um, they do have some exceptional you know, in the experienced player category. They're, they're very, very strong. Hey, Shaq, you uh, sent an advanced party like a reconnaissance mission down to have a look at them uh, in the Groucho Marx gear, like with a moustache and fake glasses on. Uh, <laughs> were they spotted uh, on this mission? Oh, I'm, I'm sure they were. I mean, I'm sure, I, I'm sure they, they stood out. I'd imagine they were probably standing there in their carnival gear, so I can't imagine they would have been incognito. But yeah, absolutely. Like for us, you know, coming to that last round, we, we know that we've got a understand Terrigal and how they play and we've got to look for any advantage we can get because um, they're the team to beat. So, yeah, we get some guys there to have a look and see the way they play and where they structure and um, if we can get something out of that and, you know, get an advantage, then that's a win. Yeah, I tell you, it's massive to have two Central Coast teams in in the big one with a chance to reach the grand final. Uh, how do you how do you feel about that? Oh, in a way, like, it, it is great. Like, it's kind of proud. Like, we've, we've seen... 10 years of Newcastle City and Terrigal dominance and, um, you know, Clarnival and, and these other clubs have all kind of been thereabouts but never really a genuine chance to challenge. And 
to have a major semi-final with two coast clubs in it. Uh, and like you said, potentially a chance that you know both in the end could be in the grand final is great. Like it's just um, it's good for Central Coast footy, and uh, it's great because it's a local rivalry like us and Terrigal. You know, we obviously like to have a bit of a bit of a crack at each other on the field. It's always a fantastic contest. So to put that together in a grand final, for example, would just be um, it'd just be amazing. It'd be such a such a great atmosphere. Hey, Corey, you mentioned one player who, in my opinion, has flown under the radar so far this year, and that is Rick White, who's played at that kneeful level, which is one below the AFL. How is the big guy travelling? And I guess he's gearing up for a massive September. Yeah, I mean, Rick's. He's unbelievable. You know, like you said, he played at Neefel level. I think he's in the Labrador's team of the decade. Uh, he played representative football for the Neefel as well. So he's he's not just played in that Neefel level, but he, he dominated at that Neefel level. So he's, he's a real talent, and he's having a fantastic season. Uh, he, he just leads from the front on the field. In terms of how he's travelling, he didn't play the last round. He's just got a couple of niggles. We're just trying to manage with him. He's probably not 100%, but... Um, obviously, with that last weekend off, and then this weekend, we're, we're hopeful that he'll be cherry ripe for the for the semi. But yeah, he's critical to us yeah, in terms of the, the work rate that he that he provides out of the midfield. Have you got recollections of 2007 and what worked so successfully back then? Kind of a very different scenario. Like 2007, we were kind of rank outsiders and underdogs. You kind of feel like this year where we're kind of on equal terms almost with Terry. We feel like we're just as much of a chance. You know, in 07, we. You know, we really come from a long way back. But what I do recollect is, you know, just training those weeks in and, and these lead up to these big games and just the belief that started to build in the group. So that's really what we want to try and replicate or what I'd like to replicate from my experience is just creating that belief and, and just having it kind of grow and manifest through training and, and what we do with the footies. And then hopefully we, we get into the game and we don't we don't fold under under the pressure that Terrigal brings or even the perceived pressure that that creates from, you know, what they've done to us over so many years. Yeah, Corey, uh, you're getting a standing ovation here in the Man Cave. Uh, <laughs> congratulations, mate. Uh, it's been a pleasure to play with you and now watch you as head coach of my old footy club. Uh, well done, mate, and best wishes for the prelim against another fantastic team with a great coach, Terrigal Panthers. Yeah, thanks, Steve. Much appreciated and... um. If we don't speak beforehand, I'll uh, I'll do my best to uh, do the Bombers proud. Corey Shackleton, head coach of the Kalani Vale Bombers, the minor premiers in 2022, and what a game that'll be next weekend. We're back in a few moments, all thanks to Robson Civil Projects and also McDonald Jones Homes. This is Saturdays on the Coast on SEN.